What is going on, guys, and welcome to the Maker Made Podcast, the pod about woodworking, content creation, running a business, and whatever else we come up with. Hosted by myself, Tyler of Westfall Woodco, and my best friend Brian from Dogwood Custom Builds. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. to 2022 episode Ooh. six let's go episode baby six. we're so, here in the westfall woodco house it's the new year new you still a little hungover from from new year's eve we're chilling it's 2022 i'm in phoenix arizona and tyler's house and we're Woo-hoo. ready to start the year strong let's do it baby we got the dog live in person uh for me at least not for you guys but he's here we're recording the podcast something that We've been wanting to do for a very long time, even though we've only been going for, uh, what, five episodes so far. Unbelievable that we were able to pull this off. Dog gets a, what, 12-hour layover here in Phoenix? Yes, sir. 12 hours, baby. On his way home. Yeah, on his way home to Monterey from Ohio. He's spending time with the family. And he was able to make a pit stop here, swooped him from the airport, got some food in his belly, got some beer in his gullet. And we're here, and we are recording the pod, and we're going to totally act like we did not just have a great conversation for 30 minutes, and we forgot to hit record, but uh, we, we're going to keep we rolling. We a very weird word to use there. That one was on you. <laughs> okay, that was totally my fault. But we're going to act like it never happened, so uh, let's get this thing going. Doggy, 2022, new year, new us, getting this thing rolling. How was your Christmas break slash New Year's break? Christmas, New Year's. So uh, Christmas, I went to a friend's house here in Monterey, another woodworker, Charlie Kohler. He's been active with questions on the pod, uh, hung out with his family. And then on the 27th, I went back to Ohio back to, my, to my parents' house. <laughs> As Willie's shaking his collar, I forgot to take his collar off. Um, so no, I went, I went home, hung out with family, um, did New Year's, everything like that. Got to see some old friends and... Um, I remember calling you in December when I was booking my flights for Christmas for going home. And I was like, hey, there's a next day layover in Phoenix. Can I stay at your place? And then I think you texted me back within 30 seconds. Yes. And I, I instant, immediately. instant. Yes. Instant. Yes. The door is always open to the dog as well as if any other makers ever pop in the area and need somewhere to chill for a 12 hour layover or whatever. I got a spare bed. <laughs> You can see it in the camera behind me if you're watching the video version. Very comfortable. Six, <laughs> uh, seven out of ten, seven point five. <laughs> we'll see how you feel after a night in here. Who knows what's gonna happen? That was a weird turn. <laughs> that was a weird turn. <laughs> okay, um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take so the yeah. mic then. My 2020 or my New Year, I guess, was great. I told myself that on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I wasn't gonna do an ounce of work, and I was able to to hold up to that how about that yeah i remember you, you talking about that even towards the end of november early december uh, you were talking about really picking up the pace because you you had no intention of working those days and i know yeah. you mentioned you had a an order pickup on christmas eve but that really doesn't count that's just someone coming by to pick something up oh yeah super easy super easy and we had uh i had 15 sets of cornhole boards to do from december 11th which coincidentally is the day after my CNC arrived to December 24th was obviously the last day for pickup. So 15 orders, we 15 sets of cornhole boards we busted out. And that's not even including any cutting boards and other shoes that we had to do. With so the whole 
you know, 20 boxes of CNC stuff that you're probably dying to open. Yeah. Well, no, actually, I would not have done it if the CNC didn't come. I had to use the CNC for every part of the cornhole boards. Oh, that's that's right. You mm-hmm. did. Yeah, you did them almost extensively on, other than the cutting the tops, right? You did no, everything the, on the... Okay, well, the CNC, I, I cut the tops to, you know, 24 by 48, but the CNC cut the holes, mm-hmm. the CNC cut the frames, the legs, the dados in the frames, so I can assemble them with dados super easily. Um, so, yeah, uh, I was putting off those sets of cornhole boards until the CNC came in. Boy, I am so thankful. And you know what? I will actually take a second to shout out John Grubb. He usually listens to the podcast hopefully he still sticks around but he came over uh, the day after i loosely assembled the cnc and he gave me a great crash course on vcarve pro which is a software i'm using to run it and without john there's no chance i would have been able to do what i did so go please 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 go look at john's page go show him some love he is making some really cool stuff um, I know he's going to be very active in the new year, and he really deserves it. He does 3D printing, CNC carving, as well as just general woodworking. He's super talented, yeah, just, super uh, cool guy. Grub Make, right? At Grub Make, G-R-U-B. Yes, sir. At Grub Make on Instagram. Yeah, he's cool dude. We actually, when you came to Monterey, we went up to Stockton for that uh, that woodworking meetup, and we grabbed breakfast with John yeah. and Eric Yoakum, right? Yes, sir. Uh, Eli Woodworks. I forgot about that. That was awesome. Yeah, cool, cool dudes. And... uh that's awesome that he spent, I think he spent a pretty large chunk of his day helping out, um, helping you out. Uh, yeah. Oh, CNC. absolutely. That's, pre- that's pretty cool that uh, this community has people like that. Most definitely. So yeah, he came over pretty early in the morning, uh, you know, cup of coffee in hand and he was ready to get down to business. We didn't waste any time. Um, very cool. The one Finity CNC machine that I got, so easy to set up, but working it is a different animal. We got it set up in about, I don't know, 45 minutes, and then we spent the next, like, probably five hours, or I don't even know. He, we, like I said, he spent a good amount of time helping me out, getting me a crash course on the program, getting me cutting. We set up my spoil board and my T-tracks and all that stuff, got it flattened. He provided me, or he made me a file to flatten my spoil board, all that good stuff. It was absolutely amazing. All right, John, so, love you, but uh, gonna stop talking about you now. Yeah, any uh, if we cross another thirty seconds, then you're gonna have to start paying us. So, <laughs> um, no, uh, about the CNC, uh, kind of ties into the next thing that I wanted to talk about, which is like goals for 2020, mm. um, or what you're looking forward to, oh, and yeah. how how you want to use that because that's that's a huge part of your shop, and I know templates are a huge part of like your revenue stream mm-hmm. and you know, how, how are you going to utilize that moving forward in the new year? Oh dude, this machine, not only has it already literally changed the game for me and I've only had it for a week, maybe 10 days or I don't know what the math is. Time doesn't exist, but uh, yeah. So goals wise, well obviously cutting templates in house now is amazing. Once again, John Grubb, he actually used to cut my templates for me. Um, so very cool to be able to start cutting them in-house now. Hopefully, we'll stop having acrylic shortages and, and price hikes. Um, so, I should always have acrylic in stock. I can pretty much cut orders same day. As soon as they're placed, I'll go out and run a file on the CNC, get them cut, and uh, shipped out. 
So goals for 2022, um, you asked, would be I plan on having my turnaround time cut down to one to three days for all orders for templates, which will be very nice. I'm sure people will be thankful because sometimes it's been really tough getting my hands on acrylic at times and then having to wait to have them cut and yada, yada, yada. So that'll be really cool. That's one of the biggest goals is just quick turnaround time. And then just volume, I guess, would be the next goal that I have. Um, I won't go into specific numbers, but definitely want to do it bigger. I have a ton of templates listed on my website, obviously. Um, and the goal is to sell the crap out of them, man. I want to uh, get into wholesaling these templates, having them in some retail yeah. stores for people to pick up locally. People who aren't even on Instagram, because that's kind of my biggest drive of traffic market. is mm-hmm, all the makers and whatnot. But I mean, you know, there's a ton of people who are woodworkers who go to woodworking stores they don't know all kinds of other woodworkers through instagram like we do so that'll be a really cool market to get in front of and hopefully a really good selling channel are, are those like local rockler or like local woodcraft where it's similar style, style store but not not the big names uh yeah i don't i don't think i'll ever be able to get in like a home depot or anything per se I mean, well, I mean, anything's possible, of course, but yeah, definitely going for places like Woodworker Source is a big store out here. Do you guys have those by you? No, there's nothing by me. Well, I mean, like in California or anywhere you've been to, have you ever seen Woodworker Source? There's one up in by San Francisco. It's like two and a half, three, two hours away, and then one down oh, okay. in LA, which is gotcha. like seven hours, six hours. So neither are reasonable for me. Right. So, but we have a couple close by to me and then, yeah, Rockler was one. Um, and then there's also a few, definitely don't want to say names, but, uh, some online distributors who were interested in carrying templates. And now I actually have the means to produce, um, something workable for them. So definitely something you guys will be seeing here in the, in the new year. So that's going to be huge. When you sell these templates, is it, say you were to get in one of these, these wholesale things, you know, small rockler whatever whatever you want to call it, woodworker source mm-hmm. do you sell it to them say 100 templates 100 bucks each i'm just random random you know numbers right. here um and they write you that check or is it you give them 100 templates and when they sell or at the end of the month they cut you a check for the hundred dollars for each template that you sell does that make sense yeah. Oh, totally. So I don't, I personally have never spoken on the uh, second example that you did where basically, well, I, would that be kind of like consignment to a degree? Yeah. Same concept. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Same concept. Gotcha. So I've never spoken to anyone about that. Not saying that that's not a thing, but the most common one would be the first example you use where they place an order um, at a wholesale rate. Um, however many templates that would be at a slightly discounted rate from retail. Um, so the goal is for obviously them to get it at a cheaper price and then sell for the retail amount so they can make their, make some profit on top of, uh, um, ordering it from me. So that's kind of the only way I've spoken to people about it in my limited experience on it. Uh, and I think that's probably the only thing I'd be interested in. Honestly, I do know that someone has mentioned to me about a buyback clause, uh, to where if I sold someone, you know, wholesale, let's say a hundred templates, they, ha- and they don't sell in their store, then they have the ability to have me buy the templates back from them. Definitely. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I can't really speak too much on that. And I'll definitely, 
<laughs> I gotta post that clip of Finn again, huh? We'll put that, that video of Finn up so people get the. I don't want it. Um, but yeah, uh, that's kind of that's a. I don't say dangerous because you're not selling them sixty hundred thousand dollars of templates. It's you know maybe a thousand bucks here and there that you'd have to right. have dedicated to buying stuff back. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, that's it's similar to to me in the consignment shop. I have so much inventory there, and it's just collecting dust. Mm-hmm. At what point do I go and get it and try to resell it and hope that people want those items? Because at that point, you'd be hoping that other individuals would want to buy that template. But right. I don't know. Uh, that, that's interesting. I, I would be interested to see how that pans out this year. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm learning as I go, obviously, and I will most certainly talk more about it once I know more about it and make some progress in the space. Uh, but just something to know is that it's on the radar. Yeah. And other things about 2022 that we talked, I talked to you about offline was you mentioned building a shop. Is that something that you're planning to do this year? Or is that a pipe dream that you're not really totally sure about, but it's on the radar? So I don't know about you, but I kind of have like two categories of goals. I have the like swing for the fences type of category. And then the definitely like I'm going to bust these ones out, you know, like I know I'm going to get to them. That might not be the right mentality to have, but that's kind of the way I do it. Um, one of like so for an example would be the shop right i don't have the a lot of stars need to align for me to pull that off um they've been clearing up lately which is a really good sign um if that were to happen it'd be towards the end of the year but i'm not going to write it out that's one thing that i've definitely learned in this space is not to count thing not to count opportunities like that out right away because you never know what's going to happen things are constantly changing um, like for example, we talked about in the past about the uh, new Instagram reel. This is kind of changing gears completely, but the new reels payout thing that Instagram launched. Oh yeah, the bonus. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so like they do up to like eight hundred dollar bonuses. That when I earned that first eight hundred dollars, I was like, whoa! Like this is money. Obviously, I never expected to have, and it was amazing to get. Like that felt so good. Finally, making money from Instagram. Yeah, and um, I remember. So I just got invited to do that, and that's why I've been posting so much over the end of the holiday, you know, end of December, early January. And first couple of reels, I was up to like sixty bucks. So I was like, okay, let's take a tank of gas out here when gas is five bucks a gallon. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything big, and now it's up to like three hundred something, four hundred something. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is like actual money. It's actually something that can go um, to investing in yourself, shop, investing it. Yeah, exactly, because that's. You know, that's what it's all about. I spend all of my profit back on the shop. For sure. Yeah, and I, I don't want to get too deep into the uh, Reels Play thing. Um, that's a topic for another episode. But that's just kind of an example of anything can happen, man. Like, we never would have – I never expected that to happen anytime soon to where Instagram was going to start paying us. But I'm very thankful it came. And I'm definitely going to try to take advantage of it as much as possible. Um, yeah, it was much but, needed. Much yeah, needed. for sure. Definitely. I mean, Like you said, you started posting a bunch, so – that says something right there. I know that's something that we've kind of battled with our motivation to get back to posting, but I mean, I, I think yeah. I posted in before that, say two months before that, I probably posted six or seven times in two months, mm-hmm. and I was stuck at eighteen and a half thousand followers. I've started posting every single day, and I think I gained eight hundred followers in like three weeks. Um, so, nice. and I'm making money while doing it, so I can spend an extra hour every night editing a video for the next day because 
it's bringing something to me. Definitely. But yeah, I think Reels Play would be interesting to talk about maybe even next episode because more and more people are getting invited to try it. So absolutely, people might want to hear a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, to end my tangent, I guess, uh, shop, n- not counting it out, but it's it's got a slim chance. Some more reasonable goals are obviously, like I said, getting into uh, oh, the wholesale space for templates. But I also really want to dive back into wholesale cutting boards and serving trays and things like that. That was something that was huge for me uh, back when I was homegrown creations and I kind of got away from that. So basically, what would that have been? 2020 that that was a big part of my business was the wholesale deals with like realtors buying big batches of cutting boards to give as closing gifts or small businesses uh, using them to give to their uh, other clients or whatever it may be. So that's definitely something that I want to pursue heavier again this year. I already have the contacts, so it's just all about doing the legwork, you know? Yeah. And now you got the CNC to, to carve it all up. Yeah. And the CNC is obviously going to change my business. It has changed my business already, like I said, in just a few the few days that I've had it. Um, very pumped to have that. Very pumped to cut my own templates. So the sky is the limit with that puppy. That's for darn sure. I have some really excited things coming. You say some of the corniest stuff, man. <laughs> Come on! Why does everyone gotta hate on what I say? What about you? What about you? What uh? What what's in the uh? You you got a a life changing situation coming up. up? We're leaving California, going east. So I moved to uh, Memphis, Tennessee, just outside Memphis, um, in April of this year. So February end of February is kind of cutting off any order, and March mm-hmm. I'm just really making sure. All of my tools are buttoned up or sold. I'm trying to clean house, uh, getting rid of some stuff that I don't use, uh, some extra clutter. And then since I rent, I want to make sure the shop, um, I have to, I'm going to repaint the floors, paint the walls, fill any holes, stuff like that. Uh, just make sure everything's buttoned up so um, I can hit Tennessee, staying at family's house for a month or two because I want to buy a house. Once I buy a house, it's game on, man. We're back. Love it, love it. And you better believe you'll catch me out there pretty soon after you get set up there. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think it'll be it'll be good and it'll be nice to to own a house and make kind of changes to the shop that are more permanent and right. uh, potentially build a shop if if space dictates it and if time everything like you said, if if the stars align. Um, but right now it's all finishing up thesis work doing some small, I got some small projects, one big deal with that uh, home developer, putting some floating shelves in their model home. Oh yeah. Talk, talk about that some more. So uh, how did that come about? That That's a big deal. Like that's a really, really good uh, situation to be in, in terms of like that. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, for dream. real. So yeah, that deal, deal um, came from Justin Leban, Leban Restorations. Uh, he's up in, uh, up by San Francisco. It's all the same to me when you get up there. Um, and he, he knows a good buddy, Nick Harvey, Bay Area Redwood. And they got this pretty big deal to put two Redwood shelves and a floating desk, all floating shelves, floating desk, in a model home in uh, this new development. So these homes are going on a golf course in Monterey, and it's a big deal. And they're all three-plus million-dollar homes. But to me, again, that's that's a huge deal. Totally. But, he didn't want to go back and forth, right? He didn't want to go back, you know, two hours to take measurements, two hours to install 
back and forth. He just wanted the deal. Right. So he gave me a call and brought me redwood. He's supplying all the redwood, all the material. And all I got to do is make the shelves and install them. So pretty, pretty cool way that this community has supported each other. So Justin could have taken it himself. He could have just passed on it and the home developer could have found some other person to do it or totally. had the, the home builder do it. But uh, the fact that we're all kind of looking out for each other and, and helping each other find resources, uh, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool deal for me. That's the big thing right now. And once that's done, I'm slow rolling it. I have a thesis to write. I've got other things that I really need to focus on. So it's going to be a slow first two quarters of 2022. Mm -hmm. And like I said, once I get to my own space, we're cooking with gas, man. We're rolling. Yeah, buddy. That's what I like to hear. And uh, I mean, it's not like necessarily a bad thing that you're going to be slow rolling. You know, you just got better things to do, more important things to do, um, which is great. And that, that project does sound super cool. And I very much so agree about how wonderful that is, that is that that deal happened and was uh, given to you, so to speak. And that's very cool. And it's been really cool seeing you work with uh, all that material that you got so far. I'm it's, really excited to see all the finished products. I mean, that, that to me, the way you, you were talking about wholesaling with, uh, realtors, mm-hmm. those are the big deals. The things that there's constant, you know, homes are constantly being sold. There's always gifts to be, or um, I don't even closing know what that's gifts. Closing gifts, yeah, that's the thing. Um, that's the word. Uh, and houses are always being built. So that's kind of where I want to turn my business to. Mm-hmm. Um, it stinks that I got the deal three months before I leave California. <laughs> but I've been here for two years and just been putzing around for, for a lot of it. So, um, but everything, everything happens for a reason and it'll give me some experience working with real companies and then I'll go to Tennessee and hopefully dip your toe in the water a little bit. Yeah. See if it's warm or not. If it is, I'm jumping in, man. (laughs) Cannonball. (laughs) I was more of a diver, not a cannonball. Oh, that's impressive. You seem like a cannonball kind of guy or a can opener. No, no, dude. I actually, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but I never understood how people were able to do cannonballs. I always, whenever I do a cannonball, it feels like my head is going to fall off once it <laughs> penetrates the water. Do you know what I'm talking about? Has it ever happened to you? No, I, it's just hurt my knees. I can never get both my knees up to my chest. So, really <laughs> I, think I, just got a, I think I just got a big head too. That probably plays a role in it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my 2022. Um, and the way you said yours was up in the air, mine is also even more up in the air because I, I don't know how long it's going to be till I get my own shop space mm-hmm. once I hit, hit the ground in April. So um, really just trying to take it slow and whatever happens, happens. Right. Um, without further ado, let's take a brief second to thank the sponsor of today's episode, uh, that being Grabo Tools. Grabo makes that super badass suction cup tool. Like it's like a handle, you know, with the suction cups on it. Yep. Um, has the ability to lift up to 375 pounds. You can do textured and semi-porous materials. You can lift it up with that. Super rad. I have one in the shop. It makes lifting plywood sheets and acrylic sheets an absolute breeze. I have horrible shoulders and oh my gosh, it is such a lifesaver because I cannot handle three quarter inch sheets of plywood. For everyone listening, I, I touched his shoulders and they were pretty weak. They're pretty bad. Yeah, so. I got, got little dainty shoulders, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, and I got to use it 
just probably what 30 minutes ago in the garage right. um i yeah i need one i need to get one because they they really are uh, the real deal yeah and it's just like even uh i don't know if you guys follow izzy swan but that dude has done some wicked things with his grabos specifically he's done all kinds of stuff i saw him just the other day he was moving these like i don't know they're like uh i guess like little concrete paver type stones that he was using as like a walkway and he was picking them up with a grab bow and throwing them around and they're obviously an uneven stone surface which is super rad um, and you can of course lift drywall plastic metal tile stone glass and pretty much any other material that's a flat surface or even semi-rough surfaces so super cool thank you so much gravel for sponsoring today's episode all right so we talked about our goals at least a little bit I don't know if... Uh, Did you want to talk about Reels Play? Save that for later. No. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't have the brain power for that right now. Yeah, what is it? 1... 12.45 right now, a.m., so almost 1 o'clock in the morning. I have to get up. Well, we have to get up because <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're taking me to the airport in four hours. But, I mean, I'm excited. We, we took a long break from the podcast, Um Probably since Thanksgiving, a, month, a week or two before Thanksgiving, where we recorded episode four, posted it, and we just haven't done it since. So this is kind of our our introduction. We're, we're bringing it back 2022. We're going to be back on it. We're going to be taking more questions, hopefully growing a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but having a little more fun with it. The, the holiday season got pretty, pretty busy for the both of us. For sure. We're just looking forward to... An exciting 2022, uh, whether it be CNC stuff or movers breaking tools, um, it's going to be <laughs> a great year. Absolutely, and uh, you know, thanks again so much for everyone who listens to the podcast, supports us, checks out our podcast Instagram at Maker Made Podcast. Um, we're always accepting questions for anyone who wants to hear something on the show. Please let us know; we'd be happy to answer if it's something that can help you out personally with your business. Uh, working through an idea you have or a specific uh, maybe like a design idea or a question you had in regards to a customer, whatever it may be, let us know. We're more than happy to uh, take it on and help you and answer it on the show. Don't be scared. Reach out. Let us know. We'll hook you up. We'll take care of you. And uh, like Doggy said, very excited. We're going full speed into the new year, getting this podcast uh, rolling officially. I feel like we haven't really hit our stride yet, but it's here. It's here. It's coming, how many, baby. How many weeks are in a year? Like a hundred or so? Yes. That's a... I'm kidding. Don't, don't, don't agree <laughs> with that. Um, yeah, let's, we'll try to, we're going to give an honest, an honest effort to, to hit an episode every week. Like we, like mm-hmm. we initially planned. I know like with me moving, you know, we're going to have a little, a little bit of a, a snag there, but we want to, we want to get this, get this rolling and rolling pretty well. Totally. Uh, off. This is probably a conversation for uh, off air, but I know you're going to be stopping here on your way out to uh, Tennessee. Do you think maybe we can sneak in an episode when you come out? Uh, can Papa Dog be? Can Ken Luke be a uh, a guest? A guest uh, on the episode? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he, no. You're uh no. Your dad's an accountant, right? That could be pretty sweet. Yeah, accountant, financial advisor, uh, best free accountant. East Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, yeah, I leave Monterey in April. We're driving, I think, straight to Phoenix, maybe Grand Canyon, then Phoenix, uh, and 
you know, play some pickleball with uh, me and my dad versus you and your dad. <laughs> Hell see, yeah. See who's got the most most in them. Uh, but after that, we're just shooting right to Tennessee. It doesn't really matter what stops we make after after Phoenix, but we'll, we'll do an episode in Tennessee or in cool. Phoenix. Words. Cool, 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 cool. Anyway. Sounds right. good. Well, uh, that's something very exciting to look forward to. Keep an eye out, guys. Every Thursday, we're going to be dropping an episode. It is now 1-something a.m. here in Phoenix, Arizona. Doggy and T-Bone signing out. Peace. Peace. Thanks so much, Gravel, for sponsoring today's episode.